Hey, dear listener. Welcome to Sickburn Jane. You're going to hear Allison call it Podlander Drunk Cast and Outlander Podcast because we're just so excited. But this is Sickburn Jane. So enjoy. Sickburn Jane. So you're telling us a story. Okay. So I went to the Oasis last night for Gigi's birthday. It was a big deal. Lots of people there. We got there at about 745 and it was the busiest I've seen the Oasis since like lockdown, right? I know it's been busier, but I haven't been there during like Loyola games, whatever. Yeah. And we get a seat at the bar. We end up hanging out with Ben, the owner of the bar for a long time. I got a lot of hot goss about ISAM. Remember ISAM from across the street? I learned some good things, but this was it. This group of four girls comes in and Kenny doesn't, the doorman doesn't come on until 10. So I guess Loyola students have figured out that if they they get there between like eight and 10, there's a chance that somebody won't check their ID. Shit. (laughs) So these girls come walking in and Ben is right there at the corner of the bar. No, sorry. April is right there. The bartender's right there. And she goes, hi ladies, IDs please. And all four of them just turn around and walked out (laughs) without a word. And everybody at the bar gave April applause. I love it that. was very funny. <laughs> I mean, and kudos to those girls who are just like trying to like walk with purpose. Like we can just, we, if we just walk, like we're supposed to be there, we're supposed to be there. No. And that to me means that it has worked or that there are Loyola students telling other Loyola oh, students yeah. how to do it right now. Cause they're, they have since lockdown, the Loyola's campus has gotten completely fucked with and any of the places where the students typically used to go to drink are gone. Oh, so they're yeah. all going to the O now. And the O is like, Harumph. <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe um, whether it's happened at the Oasis or not, it's clearly working somewhere. Yeah. But not yeah. on not on April's watch. Not on tonight, me? girl. No. Not Hi, ladies, tonight. IDs. Boop. Not <laughs> awesome. a word. Oh, they had a plan. They knew that if somebody asked them, they just silently would walk out. It you was know, and I've got a transition amazing. for this. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What Julie doesn't know is that the girls who turned around and walked out were Kitty and Lydia Bennett. <laughs> awesome. Nice. They awesome. totally would. They totally mm-hmm. would. Oh, they Kitty would Kitty would be like, I don't know, isn't this illegal? And then Lydia would be like, come on, Whatever. get it together. Whatever. They ask, they ask, And then we Kitty leave. would say, this yeah. doesn't even look like me. And she's like, nobody cares. They ask, we leave. They ask, we leave. Yeah, Aaron's and right. And that's how it worked. That, and it did. It was very funny. <laughs> Did you ever have a fake, either of you? No. Me uh, neither. I was God, a fucking, are we square? I'm a fucking Eagle Scout. Come on. Mm. Like, and that was at a time Hold where Hold on, let me rephrase. Me. Julie, are you an I square? We already know that about me. I was <laughs> drinking. I just had friends that were older than me that were able to get it, and I didn't have to, like, go to bars. I didn't drink in high school. Um, mm, I didn't. In, in college, pre-21, it was the same. I always had friends who were older. Mm-hmm. I uh, I drank at the very end of my high school experience, and it was at the senior sleepout, senior senior party, and I had a little too much. And someone said, "Hey, Aaron, you should go streak, uh, run towards that fire, that uh, campfire, and oh. streak towards it, and come back." And she was a very hot girl, and I said yes, and I did it. And then guess how my parents found out about it? Uh, at the senior, like formal senior party, where there's like a raffle and all this shit, someone entered in a. Um, a uh, a raffle ticket question uh, that says who streaked at the senior sleepout, and the entire fucking cafeteria of students said Aaron Pagel, the senior class president. That's how my mom found out. Okay, um, I have two questions. 
One. Did you puke? Uh, no, but I was very, very drunk. I okay. do. I slept in the back of someone's car. So uh, you had half a beer. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> in high school. Thank you for that. Okay. Yeah. Two. Another. This is the really important question. Who's Aaron Pagel? <laughs> that was that was a story. Did I make? Did I just make that up? Okay, <laughs> so um, Lydia Bennett here. No, mm-hmm. Kitty. Ki- no, Mary. This is a Mary Bennett story. Mary Bennett goes to her seat near sleepover and she has half a beer and somebody is like, Mary, streak. She's like, okay. Yes. Am I? Oh, am I, I can see Bennett? that though. In this circumstance, yes. Not am, usually. Am I the drama? I can't be the drama. Mary's not villain? the drama. Mary's never the drama. Mary's, know, Mary's she, the Eagle Scout. But she is such a drag. God damn it. I, I was a Mary growing up. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Self-awareness is a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, and we you're grow. a delight now. Thank you. I'm sure you were a delight then too, especially to other Mary Bennetts. Mm-hmm. There were so many of us. Mm-hmm. reading mm-hmm. our books. I, I mean, I was, I've got you beat. Mary, being a Mary Bennett sucks, but it could be worse. You could be a Rachel Berry. Yeah. <laughs> and that was true. me. Oh. I think yeah. I was, I, I was probably a cross between, weird. I was a cross between Lydia and Mary. <laughs> <laughs> because I was holding it down school-wise, always making straight A's, A, Mary, reading all the time. B, leading a secret life and partying all the time. You did it right. Okay, it's we're going to buckle down now because we've got a lot to get. Come on, come on. Okay, so this is part one of our two-part, hopefully, uh, wrap-up for Imbibe and Prejudice, volume one. Because we'll be back. There are other Pride and Prejudice adaptations that we have not covered, including the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, which is one of the ones that I'm most excited to get into. There are a bunch more. There will always be new ones. Um, but at a certain point, Janine and Julie were like, <laughs> Stop. Save us. I can't Can we do, do something else? <laughs> I recognize that it is a truth universally acknowledged. Can we look at some other truths, please? Um so we're so we're moving right along, dum 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 to talk about Emma instead, and um, that's going to be a real hoot. But first, we have to bid farewell to this this first, first volume first of Imbibe and Prejudice. And we're going to do this in two parts. Uh, Julie and Janine, they only know that these are our brackets episode because we love brackets. But of course, doing brackets is a little impractical. However, episode two, brackets. Episode okay. one. We're just going to go through some of the cast, some of our other favorite categories, and quickly but fiercely debate the best of the best. Got it. Um, I'm going to need yeah. one of you, let's say Julie, because you have your notebook with you, don't you, bitch? Yeah, you do. I'm going to need you to take notes on who we decide, especially if there's a tie. Oh, did you also get your dice ready? I did, Fuck just yeah. in case we were going to, I get brought out the dick sack of destiny, God, just in just... case we were going to need to have some chance involved. If you're, you know what, we are going to find a way to work that in. If you're listening to this on the Sickburn Jane feed that doesn't exist yet, but will soon, you probably don't know what the hell the dick sack of destiny is. So let me, let me tell you, uh, Julie has a chain mail dice bag that is, that resembles a pair of balls dangling testicles. Um, we'll, we'll put a photo on, oh my God, there we it's go. Just so fucking perfect. It's so good. We'll put a photo on the old Instagram. Um, it makes and it it's, look wrinkly. it's filled with blood red dice, um, which was every time idea. I open it up and scatter the dice, I get to say I'm spreading my seed. 
Yeah, oh. it's the best. Uh, and when we do season wrap ups uh, for Outlander on. Oh, I said welcome to Podlander Drugcast and Outlander Podcast. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Well, now we just have, get to have that bumper that says, listen, we don't know what time it is. We don't know what day <laughs> yeah. it is. It's the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. You get to record that one, Janine. Uh, you oh. will have already heard that time travel. Um, <laughs> so welcome to Sigburn Jane. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're listening in the Sigburn Jane feed, you don't know what this is. So on the Drugcast feed, um, we we give out awards and superlatives and things. Best scene, best line, best costume, best small role, best big, big role um, by creating our nominees. And then we roll to determine who actually wins because they're all good. So how can might, we decide? We let yeah, might as decide. well, might as well let fate. Yeah. Fate loves chaos. We've had some mm-hmm. odd winners. We have, but yeah. it's, but it's been a hoot. Also we cheat. Um, so we'll find a way <laughs> to, a to work that in. Um, and then we are going to, should I tell you what the bracket is? No, I'm going to save it for the no, end. Just yeah, let no. us spread out so that we have the larger sample size to work from. And then it will be easier to build because you will have more options. Oh, we have a specific We'll get there. You'll see. Um, the one thing we're not going to do, see with what we're not going to do is uh, we're not going to do Darcy. And the reason we're not going to do Darcy is because we are going to save it for a live show of some kind. Okay. So when there's okay. a big, after we do part two, we'll still talk about Darcy, but we're not going to decide the definitive Darcy because we're going to do Darcy Bowl. Yeah. Um, like That's, for Game of Thrones fans, yeah. like Clegane Bowl. So we're basically going to have Colin Firth, Matthew McFadden and uh, Matthew Reese um, square off and squish each other's heads to death. But we're going to throw mm-hmm. the fodder of Christmas at Pemberley in there for just for no. shits and giggles. No, oh, I mean, there are other <laughs> Lawrence Olivier can be in there for shits and giggles. We, we don't speak of Christmas. <laughs> he at gets the now. shit beat out of him by the rodeo clown. That's what happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, Larry. Sorry, not your part. Oh, God. Do you know that story? The Dustin Hoffman, Lawrence Olivier story mm-hmm. from Marathon Man? Oh, Lord. What's the story? So there was a really intense scene where Lawrence Olivier's character was messing with Dustin Hoffman's character through dentistry. Yeah. Okay. Teeth. Please oh. go on, Allison. Um, and Dustin Hoffman was just uh, tying himself in knots. This is a, it's one of my very favorite legendary acting stories. It's right up there with, with Carol Channing's corn. I don't remember reading corn. Like it's one of those, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's legend, legendary, leg and dairy. Um, so Dustin Hoffman is tying himself with knots. He's contorting his face. He's like getting himself really psyched up because he's a method actor, right? So he's got to be in this incredible pain. He's making himself feel miserable. And it's just, they're doing take after take and it's not working. And Laurence Olivier goes, my dear boy, why don't you just try acting? <laughs> That's a sick burn. You know what? I love it. It's not the sickest burn, but when we get to the sick burn conversation, which we are, obviously, mm-hmm. we'll include that as an honorary. How about yes. that? So great. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Where we're going to start, though, is we're going to start with a category near and dear to all of our hearts. Um, who is the best? And I, that's in quotation marks. I hope you could hear them. Collins. Mm-hmm. We've got options, man. There, Collins is a. The Collinses are 
regularly pretty excellent. We're like, yeah, we're starting out strong with this category because like mm-hmm. this is a, I feel like the Collins. I, I don't fuck around. I know what no, I'm doing, folks. You do. I don't know if you know this, but this is my actual job. Because <laughs> the Collins almost, I think they're a barometer for how good that Pride and Prejudice is. We're definitely extent. a barometer of how funny, funny it is. Yes, that might be the more accurate way to say that. Yeah, because, and it, it can vary between more um, fantasy-like, like the A&E, more like pretty, everything's pretty, and go all the way down to Joe Wright's, which is more like realistic. But if Collins isn't funny, the movie tends to be, or the adaptation tends to be less funny. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, I... I open the floor for nominees. I, Matt, I mean, David Bamber for life. Matt Smith. He deserves to be on the list, but does not deserve to win. I actually really like Matt Smith. This um, was good. He's I, not going to win, but if, no. but if David Bamber didn't exist, he'd be a real contender. He really would. Um, my nominee is going to be um, Rupert. No, no, not Rupert Friend. What the hell? Rupert Friend is the Wickham. What the hell's the guy's name? Character actor. Character actor. Does the thing. He's the guy in the thing. He does. What's it, but Mr. Tom, 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 Tom Hollander. There Hollander. we go. Yeah, Thank not you. Tom Holland. Tom Hollander. Um, and if you'll remember, dear listener, uh, Tom Hollander as Mr. Collins was a divisive, divisive performance on yeah. this cast. Not um, I think he's great and very funny because it's more like, you know what it is? It's like Mr. Collins, if Mr. Collins was a character on a two episode arc on Seinfeld. Yeah. Be yes. like, yeah. He's a, to- he's a close talker. He talks too close. Yeah. He double dipped a chip. Like yep. he's that guy. Don't judge, don't judge the double dip. Come All right. On. I'm bringing one in. Okay. I, I've been quiet for a moment because I've been looking him up. Neaton Ganatra, the Mr. Coley from Ooh. Pride and Prejudice. Ooh. Thank you for bringing him okay. into this mix. All I right. think that's a good list because none of the other ones really made that. I, I don't remember who he was in the Lawrence Olivier one. No. I don't remember. No. Like, no. So we've got one, two, three, four. That's pretty good. Actually, Hollander, wish... Smith, Mr. Coley, and David Bamber. How many adaptations did we watch in this first volume? That's a good question. That's a great question. Did we? Do we that watched seven hundred and forty-two. That's what it felt like. <laughs> that's what it felt like. Once we got to the musical, that's what it felt like. Oh my god, <laughs> the musical! Oh god, <laughs> just best forgotten. So there were like eight, right? It's something like that. It's somewhere around eight. There was. Let's see. Annie, um, yeah, my PP. Then there was uh, Lawrence Olivier PP. Mm-hmm. Then there was Bridget Jones. Mm-hmm. We can't forget Bridget Jones. That's an important one. You're yeah. right. Um, Is there a Collins in Bridget? There isn't really. No. No, there are Collins like figures, um, but but it's not part. It's not. But as it's important. just at, like yeah. a vague sort of buttholishness. Mm-hmm. So that's three. Um, we watched Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Oh, Four. Um, that's like that's three and a half. Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. No, that can't be okay. Miniseries. Olivier. Bridget. Lifetime. Not Lifetime. I apologize. Lifetime. Hallmark. Hallmark. Um, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, Joe Wright. Bride and Prejudice. Musical. Uh, Christmas at Pemberley, man. Not, not, we sorry. Did that. Death at Pemberley. Death. 
Death uh, Comes to Pemberley, mm-hmm. um, which does not have the Collins, and Wishbone. Let, let us not forget. So oh my nine. God, please do not forget Wishbone. So that's nine. So that's nine. Okay, so I was pretty close when I said eight. I so was it, also pretty close when I said 700 and whatever I said. Yes, yeah. well, yes, like, agreed. Yeah. Uh, so having four in a category to me seems fine. If there were nine adaptations and we have four best of the best, that seems correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. Well, then let's roll. Let's do All it. Right. Excuse me while I scatter my seeds. Your blood seed. All right, I got my D20. Here we go. I think Matt Smith gets an advantage on this because of the blood seed and the zombies. Oh, yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, so that's 10. Four still seems like the right number of uh, Yeah, but still, yeah, 10. We did 10 of those. 10 of those. David Bamber. 16. Pretty good. I think that's about too, too short, but yeah. That's it. One critical fail. Sorry. Well, you know what? He did critically fail to recognize the presence of zombies in his midst. <laughs> accurate number. Very yeah, accurate number. Yeah. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Tom also, Hollander. I mean, oh. the casting department critically failed to realize that even when he's being a weirdo, Matt Smith is still a stone cold fox. Yeah. This is the biggest problem with that Collins is that he's the worst and a snack does not compute. <laughs> All right, Tom Hollander. 12. A respectable showing. And is respectable. And, and no, you know what? Hold on, Julie, I got to make an adjustment. My feelings on I'm going to need you to bump him up for. Why does he, he get a proficiency bonus? Because he's too close. Oh. He's just too close to David Bamber. That's his thing is he's always too close. I'm sorry. I think this is a top level joke and neither of you is reacting at all. Tom Hollander is not our pick. I know. <laughs> so, but, so we're like, but whatever. I was saying the numbers, because if you add four, then he's at 16 and yeah. David Bamber's at 18. So he's too close to David Bamber. Sorry. David Bamber is at 16. I thought 16 was too, too low. Oh, so, well, then two. you know what? Add two. Yeah, add two. And then we add four. And then the then now okay. you can laugh. okay hold on we've got one very important one mr coley neaton ganatra oh gosh nine that's that's too low that is too low that is too low but he still would not win up against david bamber how much do we add for um just for no life oh and that fucking speedo that speedo too. Okay, you know what? He gets he gets at least five extra points. At least five extra points for that. Speedo. So that puts him at fourteen. That ties him up with Tom Hollander, which seems kind of right. I'm fine yes. with that. And then our winner, as was always to be predicted, is David Bamber of the A and E BBC Pride and Prejudice miniseries Nemesis. Yeah, he's he's so good. He's um, just he is a, the a standard. I will say this quintessential. I think. Um, What's I'm sorry. What's the name of the actor who plays Mr. Coley? Neaton Ganatra. Neaton Ganatra. He is by far the most likable, which mm-hmm. is a daunting task. And Matt Smith does the best ridiculous dancing, which is really saying something because David Bamber's ridiculous dancing is top notch. <laughs> His is more uncomfortable, and Matt Smith's is more showy. Yes. I don't. Yeah. But also he's. It's he's because a, Matt Smith is so tall and skinny. And yeah. So snack. it's like he's all mm-hmm. elbows. Yeah, he can't help it. David yeah. Bamber is like a tiny little man. Yeah. Yeah. David Bamber. Uh, great. Not an upset. David Bamber. We, we Not saw an this upset coming. at all. We, we saw this, this coming. We yeah. And the dice don't lie. Dice don't nope. lie. 
That's they do not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next category. We are going to do both. This is, I'm throwing a twist at you. Twisties. Best Mr. and Mrs. Bennett. Oh, you mean together as a pair? Yeah. Because I think that we've seen great examples of both individually, but they really got to work as a unit, I think. Yeah. Julie, who would you like to nominate? Uh, Right? Or is it Brenda Blethyn? Brenda Blethyn. Brenda Blethyn. So that's mine. Good. Good choice. Blethyn. Sutherland. Now I'm going to go and look up the A&E folks because they are really good. What about you, Janine? God damn. The Jill Wright pairing was my, was where my brain was That's at. That's what I got. Yeah. Um, I have to pick another one though. I don't know. Well, I'll go next then. Yeah, I know you keep thinking. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, great Jim Broadbent and (gasps) Gemma, is it Gemma Jones? Bridget Jones's diary. It's also good, damn it. Yeah, they were really good. And you're right, working as a pair together, even though they're a little bit less um, featured, they're featured less in Bridget Jones than they are sort of in more traditional Pride and Prejudice adaptations, they, as a pair, you're right. Well, and she's so funny and they've got the whole weird storyline with the, with the home shopping network guy. Oh yeah. And they have that beautiful scene where he fakes her out into thinking they're not going to get back together. And it's so Mm -hmm. mean, but they love each other so much. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, of course you cow. And there's a, anyway, they're <laughs> very good. Of course you cow. They're very good as a unit. All right. Um, God damn it. Um, the a and miniseries? A&E, 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 BBC, uh, Alison Stedman is Mrs. Bennett, who God, if we were so doing, good. if we were doing Bennett separately, she might be my she, choice. She'd be my choice, but I, I, yeah. Let me, let me see what I can find. Mr. Bennett's remember, Benjamin Whitrow. Okay, so Whit- Stedman and Whitrow. Um, but we've actually did, we actually watched eleven P and P. What did we forget? Wickham. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jesus, we, you know, we let's remind ourselves we've been doing this for a year, mm-hmm. over a year now. No life, but because we've been recording a podcast. I don't think that I can put forward the Bennett parents from Bride and Prejudice because I no. only remember Mrs. Bennett. Yeah. I and also I rem- only remember Mrs. Bennett. Mm-hmm. I remember Mr. Bennett, but he is, it's not the pairing. Mrs. Bennett yeah, it's is, not, is the, yeah. I, I'm, I don't, the pairing part. I don't know part, if I've got another one. Yeah. The pairing part throws it for a loop, especially because some of the uh, adaptations we watched didn't have um, a pairing. We uh, like uh, Death Comes to Pemberley. We never see Mrs. Bennett. No, um, we see both of them. We do. Yeah, they show up at the very end, remember? And actually, and no, they show up in episode two because she shows up at the worst possible time and totally freaks out. And then Mr. Bennett is like- <sighs> That's right, they got to um, keep her drugged. That, uh, they please, are can I, please, please come help, let me search for a murderer with you. Anything to get me away from my wife. Yeah, that's right. I only remember him because he was so good. I loved the- She's good too. I'm yeah. pulling up their names right now. This I, is a good choice. Then let's put them on the list. Because like- okay. I do remember Mr. Bennett more than I remember Mrs. Bennett. Uh, but I do like, too. 
but I mean, he but was I, so good. I very much remember James Fleet and Rebecca Front. Yeah, let's throw them Front and Fleet. Okay, that's our four. All right, here we go. Blethen and Sutherland of Joe Wright's 2005 PP, starring the amazing Kira Knightley. Six. That's Six. low. That is low. We might have to adjust that one. Let's see. Let's see how we roll out, and then we mm-hmm. can begin to cheat. Well, can we give them a, uh, a double damage because they was that was in two thousand six? I mean, I mean, just like a double. Like they got a six produced in two thousand six, so they get a twelve. Two thousand five. So that means that uh, they still get a twelve. Just wait. We're going to cheat in a minute. <laughs> we'll cheat in a moment. Just hold on to your cheating ways. Hold, hold, hold up. Okay, Broadbent and is it Jimma Jones? Yes. I, okay, I can't good. believe I pulled that. Ooh. I just really want to get these people's names right because I want to put respect on their names because they're yes, fucking good at their job. Correctly. All right. Broadbent and um, Jones from Bridget Jones Diary. 18. Oof. Hard to beat. That is good. I, I mean, think- I think Jim Broadbent is no joke, one of the best actors on the planet. So yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. I'm not going to quibble with that one. I think that's I'm not it. mad about it because the his Mr. Bennett, even though it's not the pair of them, but his Mr. Bennett really taps into the kind of melancholy and sadness of Mr. Bennett, I think, yeah. deeper than a lot of the other ones do. Yeah. Donald Sutherland kind of gets there. Yeah. All right. Whitrow and Stedman. This is from Death Comes to Pemberley. No, no, no. that's PPBBAE. Oh, thank you. Yes, the OG in my mind, my PPs. Yeah. My Bennett PPs. Mm-hmm. I love them very much. All right, here we go. 15. Respectable. And then Front and Fleet from Death Comes to Pemberley. Six. Ooh. Yeah. I feel I, like Blethen and Sutherland should get a cheat. Let's review our scores for us. Blethen and Sutherland, six. Broadbent and Jones, 18. Whitrow and Stedman, 15. Front and Fleet, six. All right. We're going to dismiss Front and Fleet, despite their incredibly appealing names when paired together. Yes. Goodbye. Au revoir, Front Fleet. Fleet Front. (laughs) Um, I feel like maybe the way to go about this is to narrow to two and re-roll. Okay. I was not expecting this to be quite so hotly contested, but I feel like the winners they're, won. they're all so different. Mm-hmm. Um, like very, very different. So if you were gonna boot one of these pairings off the island, Julie, which one would you boot? Oh, I unfortunately just based on the fact that the adaptation isn't quote unquote like straightforward i would take out jim broadbent and jimmy jones oh julie i'm sorry janine what about you no i would actually boot uh a bbc a and e nemesis she's the best mrs she is but that is not the best mr bennett oh god i love him too but you might be right yeah like she is a great mrs bennett but we're doing pairings and he is not the best mr bennett i will tell you this (laughs) it is very possible that at Allison, what what's her name? Stedman. Stedman. That yes. Allison Stedman could get her due in episode two. Okay. Yeah. I see something coming up the pike that I don't know anything about, and I'm just gonna like rest, relax, and let go, let God. 
All right. So let's re-roll for um for Ma and Pa Jones of the Turkey Curry Buffet. Okay. And for um the Canadian and his lady love. Yes, the Canadian and his lady love. Okay, so we're gonna start with Blethen and Sutherland from Joe Wright's 2005 PP, starring Kira Knightley. <laughs> 18. Okay, and then we've got Broadbent and Jones from Bridget Jones' Diary. One critical fail. You know what? Plus 19. Just like their marriage did. <laughs> you know what? You're right. All right. Blethen but and they Sutherland. pulled it together. They pulled it together. They I think Blethen out. and Sutherland win this, and I'm yes. okay with that. Yeah. I, I mean, they. I um, Those are good showings. If nothing else, they uh, made them real people, which mm-hmm. so did uh, Broadbent and Jones. Mm-hmm. Real people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're very good. Donald Sutherland, he'll just break your fucking heart. Yeah. He really will. He'll just mm-hmm. get right in there he in did. your heart. He did. All right. Okay. Who's next? Okay. Uh, best Jane. Best Jane. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going Rosamund Pike. Joe Wright. 2005. Rosamund Pike. Julie. Uh, I really like what's her name from a and BBC PD. Let me look her up. Susanna Harker. Yeah. God, I know her fucking name. What's wrong with me? Janine. You know, uh, this is this is an outlier, but I'd like to nominate the Jane from Death Comes to Pemberley. We get one oh. episode. We get one scene with her. All right. Right. What, what, what do they do? Uh, remind me of the scene. Uh, it's... Um, she shows up to fetch mother. Yeah, that's and, right. And essentially, kind of wrangles mother plus uh, Lydia for for a half a minute. You just do what Jane do. Yeah, do do what Jane do, and she Jane like, gonna I mean, do Jane. And like you know, it's a very quick scene, but she accomplished the task of showing that she is Lizzie's, you know, best friend and sister. Right? Like she's got her back. She knows what's needed. Like she showed up and did the job. So that is um. Uh, Alexandra Moen, Doctor Who royalty, Alexandra Moen, mm-hmm. um, best known as the uh, the wife of the prime minister when the prime minister is actually the master mm. in uh, a, a truly batshit crazy series of episodes. That was a nuts. That was a nuts. Lucy scenario. Saxon. That was a lot folks. going on there. Lucy uh, Saxon. Yeah. And then I want to throw in um, uh, the Jane from Bride and Prejudice. Um, oh yeah i'm looking up right now who is just like radiantly beautiful um yeah and and holds it and holds it down like yeah fuck yeah why Uh, am i not name is uh namrata Mm -hmm. shirodkar namrata shirodkar All right. Okay. So starting out with rolling out best chains on the 2005 chain, Rosamund Pike. She gone, girl. <laughs> that was a gone girl joke. Eight. Eight. Mm. We'll come back. Man. Save the cheating for second round. Yeah. All right. Susanna Harker, 1995 A&E, BBC PP. Nemesis. 17. Yeah, that's respectable. 
Alexandra Moen. I tried to find a picture of her so I could jog my memory and I, it wasn't in the like Google listing of the cast. So I'm going to have to go in and find it. But I do remember her coming to like help take control of the. She's a one cats. scene wonder. It's yeah, a good, she, she it's a good it scene, apart. but it's yeah. quick. She did get a 20 though. Mm-mm, that's going to be reviewed. I mean, when you're good, you're good. You know, Not, no. <laughs> come on. I know. I know. <laughs> and then Namrat Sharankar from Bride and Prejudice is an eight. That doesn't. Oh, that's. Enough. That's, that doesn't seem high enough. That doesn't seem high enough. Here's my pr- proposed cheat. Everything that Jane thinks is true, it turns out the opposite is true because she thinks that Bingley doesn't love her because he leaves and she thinks that Caroline Bingley is her friend and it's really the opposite. So I think it should be the opposite. Okay. Uh- of, so of the what's 20 on the die? should be a one. Yeah. Okay. So the 20 should be a one. What's on the other side of, it, of the die from, from a six? From an eight, it's 13. Oh, from eight, yeah. Let's say that, that changes two of them. And from a 17, it is a four. That's wrong. Who was that one? That was A&E, BBC, PP, oh. Susanna Harker. Well, but I feel like that was the most accurate portrayal of the reversal therefore double negative keeps 17 okay <laughs> so that means she wins <laughs> all right let's i want let's let's slow this up a little bit i think less narrow so what mm-hmm. are our scores once we did all of that nonsense 13 17 1 and 13 who are the two 13s rosamund pike and namrat Sharankar. Let's low. get rid of Death Comes to Pemberley. Yeah, yeah, she's out. She's out. She good showing. She deserved to be on the list, but yeah, not not enough Jane for no, no. ranking sake. Yeah. Uh, do you just want to re-roll these three, or do we just want to say probably either Rosamund Pike or A and E BBC PP Susanna Harker? I mean, I think it's a battle of the blondes. It is a battle of the blondes, unfortunately. I'm so sorry, Nimrat. You are very good. You are very good. And you are stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um, All right. Are we rolling off between Rosamund and uh, Susanna? Roll it off. Yeah, let's just roll it off. Okay. Rosamund Pike, second roll, seven. Susanna Harker, second roll, 12. She's been ahead the entire time. She wins. Yeah, but counterpoint, uh, she's never murdered somebody and <laughs> let their blood run all over her body I, while it I, I apparently you have not seen a, gone girl i apparently missed out on a very good movie well, <laughs> it's a very good movie it's good i don't know i think I'd it's great very i good. think it weaponizes ben affleck's persona against him in a fantastic way cool and rosamund pike is terrifying She's straight up terrifying okay, i need to watch this movie i'll watch it i'm I'm, in, I'm on a hayazaki kick right now but maybe i'll go over to gone girl for a little while the way rosamund pike in that movie it's like she looks like at any moment she might either become the best friend you've ever had or reach forward with her teeth and bite your nose off you know like, permanently. that's the vibe i've already got of her so to be in a movie where she really could kill me Okay. Well, if that's the case, then it should be Susanna Harker because Jane Bennett, not a murderer. Not a murderer. 
Also, you know what, Susanna Harker, every time somebody tries to tell me that she's not a good Jane, the complaint is always that she is not pretty enough. And it pisses me off every time. That's bullshit. She's lovely. She's beautiful. And also what they they seem to be responding specifically like to the hair, which is a a period thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Susanna Harker it is. All right. Mm -hmm. Next. Best golden retriever. Uh, (laughs) Oh, best Bingley. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go ahead and proactively narrow this to two. Okay, this is another. I think that's fair. Battle of the blondes. Mm-hmm. Wait, so is it best golden retriever or best Bingley? It's best Bingley, Both. but best golden retriever. But if we're doing good best golden retriever, I want to throw in um, uh, the uh, barrister from Death Comes to Pemberley because he's, he's got, got gold- a golden retriever. Though he's got golden retriever energy. Oh no, he has like bulldog energy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the barrister. You're right. He is kind of right. Yeah. Georgiana. The the hot shit young lawyer that. Yeah. That Georgiana's all into. That Georgiana falls in love with. Yeah. He's, he's got golden golden retriever. James energy. Norton, but he's also like. He might like be too smart. Sa- that's what I think. He's savvy. Yeah, he might be too smart. But he's savvy in an honest way, which I think golden retrievers yeah, but are. He- but, but here's the thing. Them. When you apply wow. the term golden retriever to a human being, um, that's not that's not what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it okay. intimates it intimates super friendliness and maybe not a lot going on upstairs. Okay. Like um, if not lack of intelligence, him. definite mm-hmm. naivete. I liked him so much. And he's, he's not great. Gonna, he's not there's, gonna, a, whole, the there's a whole category for him, hon. Oh, okay. Don't worry about okay. it. Yeah. We'll get there. He's going to get okay. his due. Okay. He will. If you want One him to done. get his due, he shall. Yeah. I want him to get his due. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so got, what's his name? Bonham Carter from Crispin Bonham Carter. Thank you. Can't believe I remembered that. And that's from any BBC. Yeah. I mean, talk about golden retriever energy. Oh, yeah. And I think then, he needs a proficiency bonus, frankly. Well, he does have a legacy bonus. Bonham Carter? They're, yeah. I, I believe, distantly related, which seems weird because the name is so specific, but, mm-hmm. but I believe that they are distantly related. Hold up. Where is my man? Simon Woods. And that's um, from 2005, Joe Wrights. Yes. I believe right. that those are the two best ones to duke it out. Roll them. All right. Yeah. Crispin. Seven. Simon. One critical fail. I don't agree. Uh, he he gets a bonus. He gets a plus 10. Solely for the moment when he tries to grab the ribbon on the back of her dress. Oh, it's such a good moment. Ribbon grab. And, and also the scene where he takes... Darcy out to the pond to oh, try to talk through. Yeah. And they role play. You know, you know what? what? I'm giving it to him. Never mind. I'm giving it to him. It's no him. more dice. He wins. He, he wins. wins. He wins. And what's his last name again? Woods. Woods. Wood. Right? No, I'm double talking. Yeah. Yes. yeah, he wins. Best best golden retriever. All best right. Um, we're we're gonna move a little bit faster. It's this is my fault. I'm the one hemming and hawing. Uh best Lydia. Death comes to Pemberley. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, man. you know what? She might be That's hard to beat. Open and shut. Yeah. I, I don't for for whatever reason, I wasn't even thinking about Death Comes Olivia to Pemberley. Coleman. Yeah, she's yeah. not because Olivia. Julia Sawalha from the miniseries, also very good. Jenna Malone, divisive performance, but I think she's excellent. 
It's no, it's death comes to Pemberley. You're absolutely yeah. right. And what's that actress's name? She's in everything. Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman. Yeah, thank Jenna you. I knew Coleman. it was Coleman, but then I said yeah. Olivia Coleman and I'm like, wrong, wrong Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like yeah. that one's definitive. She, yes. Like it's hard. It really is hard to beat that. She it's just one of my of favorite scenes from any of the adaptations we've watched. When mm-hmm. you watch her talking about why she acts the way she does and what she knows about him. And then she turns it back on again. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. just so fucking good. And like, oh, that speaking might- of, um, we've got uh, best Wickham next, but after that is best scene. So let's mm. do, let's do our Wickhams. Wait, you know me. what? Let's not. No, never mind. I apologize. We can narrow this one to two unless you have any objections. Mm-hmm. Maybe three. Keep going. Because Keep going. to me, there's Adrian Lucas. Oh, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, two of our, he's a two of ours. <laughs> to me, he is the <laughs> definitive Wickham. The definitive yeah. Wickham. Yeah. Um, the Wickham from the 2005, who cares, right? Yeah. Um, no. Oh, a fucking Matthew Good from Death Comes to Pemberley. Um, yeah, Matthew Good. Yeah. Yep. Because it's mix, all so about it's, him So it is four. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say these. So it's... Um, Adrian Lucas, it's Matthew Good, it's um God, who was the third one before the fourth one? Because I need to save the fourth one. Um 2005. Um no, oh, uh Wishbone. Oh, oh god. Yeah. And now I'm poor. poor. Now I'm poor. <laughs> Please look that up because once again, will you look that one up on that to name? Me? He had one line. I know, one but it was he had more than one line. But, but that was... one line was so strong. Distilled to the essence of Wickham. <laughs> the very essence. And the now shivering I'm skeleton laid bare. But now I'm poor. I'm in I'm in process. I'm looking And then the fourth. This is the spoiler. Are you ready? Everything you thought you knew about this conversation is about to disappear. Mm-hmm. Hugh Grant. <gasps> God damn it. Yeah. Daniel Shit. Cleaver, folks. You know what? I'm willing to narrow this down to Matthew Good and Hugh Grant. And that's saying something that I'm taking Adrian Lucas out of it. But Adrian Lucas can't get out of it. Okay. Right. Oh, you didn't watch the play, though. That's right. He he has extra Wickham energy. He has big Wickham energy. Like big Wick energy. He's what, never gonna let it go. What was the name of this fucking Wishbone episode? First impression first impressions, right? First, yes, first impressions. impressions with a U. I kind of want to go watch it again right now. First impression. Now I'm poor. Now Honorable I'm mention. Poor. Contender for the oh. best line reading, but maybe not. In the best Wickham category. I might, I might voluntarily say best line reading in any adaptation we saw, with the exception of when Kira Knightley stands up and looks at Pemberley and, and just laughs. laughs. <laughs> yeah, tie. But I'm poor. In both cases, distill a whole complicated thing down to a teeny tiny comprehensible nugget. Uh, mm-hmm. First impressions, uh, Wickham, his name is Joe Nemers, N-E-M-M-E-R-S. Okay. Joe Nemers, respect. Respect, you're not going to win Honorable this. mention. Mm-hmm. All right, so Adrian Lucas, Ooh. does he get it? He's got to get some kind of bonus, right? I, I mean, mean, he's OG. Let's see what the dice say. Six. Unacceptable. With a uh, proficiency bonus in deception, uh, plus six. We'll come back. Okay. We're, we're cheating from the second after. round. Okay. 
Matthew Good. Somebody's ringing my doorbell. He gets a 19, though. He's very mm. handsome. He is very. But you know what? We might. He might get a negative bonus for the wine show. Uh, <laughs> let's let's get to. It. He okay, made a okay. choice there. Totally. Yeah. He did make a choice. <laughs> Joe Nimmers does not get a He's role. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Not rolling. And then Respect. Hugh Grant. Woof. Six again. Mm-mm. That's definitely going to need a cheat. Yeah. Okay. Adrian Lucas is six. That's unacceptable. I think maybe with this one. Briefly, do we all have a different dog in this hunt? Julie, who is your number one? It would be a very tight squeeze between either Adrian Lucas or Hugh Grant. What about you, Janine? Hugh Grant's great, but uh, I think Adrian Lucas is... No. Nah. Fuck. It's between Adrian Lucas and Hugh Grant for me. For me too. So Matthew Good is very good. You're the best, but not for this. No. Yeah. Okay. No. As RuPaul says, but this is not your time. Yes. You got a negative Sashay 18 for away. doing negative 18 for doing that wine show. Yeah. So no, you're out. What? You got Sorry. like a negative six for doing the wine show. All right. Know. Here we go. We're going to roll. You get a negative 18 for always wearing just one too many buttons unbuttoned on the wine show. Yes. <laughs> too many. Dude, we're trying to watch a show. He, here. Lo- Stop he distracting looks like us. he's in Bachelor in Paradise, which is a compliment, but also. Not a compliment. Yeah. Every time at the end of the show when he would turn to look at the camera to like announce something, Neil would always go, because oh, his <laughs> eyes are so striking. So yeah, he's up. <laughs> okay. Stop looking at me. All right. All right. So we're going to roll off between Adrian Lucas and Hugh Grant. Yeah. All right. <sighs> Adrian Lucas, 13. Seems right. That, that actually seems close to right. Bad luck. Yeah. He bad luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Come on, Huey. 15. I mean, I mean, I was going to give him a bonus just for falling out of the boat and then standing up with a cigarette still hanging out of his mouth Mm -hmm. for that alone. Yeah. I give it. I think it's you. We're giving it to you, Grant. You, Grant. Also, frankly, with Wickham, the the sexiness has got to be a tiebreaker because you have to believe that all these people would wreck their fucking lives over this dude. Yeah. Adrian Adrian Lucas Lucas is very handsome, but he doesn't have the same. But Hugh Grant could wreck my life today mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. all right hugh grant yeah respect cool. We'll, be, cool. we'll see you again when we get to sense and sensibility hugh oh oh my god i can't wait um all right uh best scene three nominees you get to pick one from all charlotte in 2005 yeah charlotte's, charlotte's monologue. on that list jesus best scene. janine your turn fuck go go allison if you got one in your head because uh, i'm oh well i mean i was gonna pick Dude, you don't want me leaving you for last. You want to no. because I I've got I, like fifteen I, I could choose from. <laughs> I I got I got one. I got okay. One. I got okay, one. go. Uh, uh, first impressions, Caroline Bingley, backbend. A very good mm-hmm. respect. A very good choice. Um, I'm gonna go with the um, the pond into the surprise meeting in the miniseries a classic yes. oh, yeah. that is a classic all that right is a, that is a mm-hmm. classic those are a and pond to meeting those are our three nominees all worthy obviously could have chosen many more there are so many other options we are a little hindered. it's raining men and bridget jones yeah mm-hmm. we're a little hindered by my it, lack no life of without wife no life yep, without no life wife. without wife oh god 
I, I think wanna, we had no life without wife. No yes, life without wife. That's yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, that's such a good scene. Fun song, fun choreograph. Oh yeah, everything. The the sisters fucking yeah. dishing it out in that slumber party situation. It's the best. It's right. shot. Oh god, everything. There's about that. also Lydia coming up screaming in the carriage because Wickham ran into the woods after day, and she's losing her fucking mind and fainting on the stairs, and it's chaos. That's good too. Anyway. Remind right, me, what go. are our what are our nominees? Charlotte Lucas, please look up the actress that played her in Joe Wright. Doing it now. But I know uh, we've Claudia said Claudia Blakely in That's a scene right. written by uh, by Nemesis herself, Emma Thompson. Ugh, what an amazing marriage of script and performance. And it staging, is- because she's on that tire swing. Mm-hmm. And she does all the spinning and then she does it again. And it's like, yeah, that's a really a great, lot. yeah, it's, it's amazing. Oh God, she was Lewis. so good. It might be in my humble opinion, the best acted moment out of any of it. Yeah. It's very good. All right, here we go. Claudia Blakely in 2005, Joe Wright, 11, too low. Too low. Okay. Wishbone, Caroline Bingley, Backbend. Then we got Jeannie Simpson on our podcast. <laughs> Five. Absolutely not. Fuck that. Which we'll cheat after we roll. Yep. Yeah. A and E Pond a meeting six thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to roll. I I heard the dice roll and somehow there was more was, numbers out of there. <laughs> no, it was my nipples getting hard and it made a sound when I thought about fucking <laughs> Colin first coming out of that fucking pond. I didn't realize those were glass dice. You broke them. Oh, man. All right, I'll roll. Seventeen. Seems appropriate. Plus Respe- three. Respectable. Plus 3,000. Plus All right. 3, and then No Life Without Wife. Also great. 11. Okay. Tell her, tell us our scores. Uh, Claudia Blakely, Sh- Charlotte Lucas monologue is 11. Wishbone, mm-hmm. Caroline Bingley, Jeannie Simpson backbend is five. A&E Pond, a meeting is 17. And No Life Without Wife is 11. Actually, I think this is open and shut. It's the A&E Pond. It's got to be. It There's is, no yeah. cheating. But I would like to, I would like to, give some proficiency bonuses okay. to the back bend. So for the number of degrees beyond what we expected, I mm-hmm. think that's, uh, we probably have to use pi to some extent, but let's get, let's say it's another, what you had 90, on? it's she, 90 degrees, 90 degrees, 90 so degrees 95, more. 95. Right. And then, um, Charlotte gets a plus 27 for all of one for each of her unmarried years. Yes. Yeah. Great. All right. And then um uh no life without wife um gets a hold on. It gets she gets a no life da 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 without wife da 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 19 plus 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was well done. And then Julie, as you already said, you rolled the glass dice, your nipples got hard and it got plus six thousand. So it's yeah, not yeah plus six thousand. Plus six thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um next is best smooch. Best smooch. Best smooch. Fucking. I mean, I think this one is open and shut. I think so. I think it's 2005. 2005, that fucking sunset. No, no. What's yours? Run through the snow in her underwear. Stand it up. I bought you a Uh, new diary. That is a good smooch, but. Nice boys don't kiss like that. Oh, yes, they fucking do. That, okay, we're we're rolling off between two. We're rolling then. We're rolling. B. Jones versus Sun Sunrise. 
Tonsil hockey. <laughs> oh yeah, sunrise tonsil hockey. Yeah. Or it could even be uh like uh ending scene because that that was a nice kiss at the end too when after they got like hooked up. Man, yeah, but Julie doesn't like it because because she Mrs. says Mrs. Darcy. Mrs. Darcy. Mrs. This is it's fucking pablum. I don't like it. Fair enough. Sunset. Uh, all right. Sunrise. B Jones in the snow in a trainer's large sweater. Oh yes, running they to the, fucking do. The stationers. Nine. Too low. Way too low. Way too Sunrise low. Sunrise tonsil hockey. Eight. Looks like Bridget Jones diary wins. Yeah. I you think know those, what? those are close enough. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about that kiss. It's very good, but it is not the sexiest moment in that movie. You're right. When they when they're fighting is way sexier for some reason. What do you think the sexiest moment is? Yeah. I, I mean, I think oh, hand flex. Hand flex. Also, the dancing. Yeah. The, um, all right, we're giving and it the to rain. Jones. Come on, the rain proposal. Yeah, yeah, rain. Yeah. Also, when she's wandering around and looks at the big statue of him, and then she looks in the door, and he looks up and sees her. Yes. Oh, yeah. that moment was fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That However, felt, that felt none so of those is as hot forbidden. as Colin Firth going. Oh yes, they fucking do. Yeah. All right. B. Jones wins best mooch. All right. Um, best Lady Catherine de Bourgh. Another hotly contested category. Oh, is it? I put forth Lena Headey from Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's Lena Headey. Lena from Pride okay. and Prejudice and Zombies. Cersei Lannister. Yes. I put forth Dame Judy Dench, man. I mean, Dame Judy Dench. She's got to be there. Yeah. That's mine. I, I don't have another one. Oh, uh, well, I, I do. I really like the uh, the woman from A&E BBC People. That's who I'm pulling up right now. Mm-hmm. She was good. Because she, her, her fight scene with Lizzie, I think is my favorite. Even though Judy Dench's is very good, it's so like dour and like mean. Mm-hmm. That it kind of it doesn't hit me the same way as the A and E BBC PP one does. It's more like yeah, her name is Barbara Lee Hunt, and I think the reason it's so good is because it's so obviously a tantrum mm-hmm. as opposed to like an attack, an attack, right? Mm-hmm. And it's and they're both very good, and obviously Judy Dench is. I mean, like Judy, I feel, I feel small, mm-hmm. and I watched it like two months ago, like I still feel small just from watching mm-hmm. that scene. But the, the like, petulance and inability to cope mm-hmm. that she goes through throughout the movie, right? Like, even just with when Lizzie is like, but I think it would be hard on younger sisters to would not promote sisterly affection if they must wait on the older to be married. And she's like, you speak your opinion very decidedly <laughs> for your angel. Dude, I do love her. She's very good. Okay. All right, okay. here we go. Okay. All right, it's Lena Headey, Cersei Lannister. Do we? Is that That's it? Right. That's it, right? I, I don't really remember. I liked the Lady Catherine from the Lawrence Olivier, Lawrence Olivier Greer Garson, but the way that they used her was so terrible that I can't, yeah. I can't put her in this. That's not her fault, but it's no. a That's big adaptation yeah. problem. Yeah, but the adaptation was so shitty that I'm like, I'm sorry, you don't, you don't write. You know what would have been? It's the only way I can think to improve the wishbone PP is if Lady Catherine had been played by the guy who played Mr. Wickham, and <laughs> oh, they had sorry. had that confrontation scene, and Joe she'd gone, Nimmers. 
Joe Nemers. And so it was just him in drag, like bonnet, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, but I'm rich. <laughs> that <laughs> That's would the only be. way. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. would be hilarious. Okay. Let okay, roll for these three. Cersei Lannister. Uh, she of the eye patch. That's too low. Dame Judy Dench. 16. Seems right. That's on there. That's good. Barbara Lee Hunt. 17. Ooh, yeah. All right. Here's the thing about Judy Dench, though. She gets a negative eight, one for every moment of screen time in Shakespeare in Love, which won her an Oscar. You're right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So then we've narrowed to two. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, who gets the bigger bonus? Lena, Lena Hetty for swords play bonus, because come on, that's rad. Or... Barbara Lee Hunt getting a bonus for one for each of Rosings windows. I think my heart goes with Barbara Lee Hunt on this one. I, it does. Yep. I, I just, I, she's, I love the fight scene. It's my favorite of the, uh, it's the highlight of the zombies for sure. Yeah. I, I just, except for, when we see Wickham charging back with a horde of zombies at his back. Still waiting that's, for that sequel. That's obviously high still waiting, still waiting for that sequel. Is so that going to be the sequel to Death Comes Pemberley? That's their adaptation of Death Comes Pemberley for the Pride yeah. and and Zombies. When zombies show up. Yeah, Death I Comes think Pemberley. What we really need to do is get a little bit deeper into whether or not Darcy made it all happen on purpose. I remember. Think- Another time. A debate right. for another day. I, I'm 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 putting my foot down. Barbara Just Lee like Hunt. she would. Barbara yes. Lee Hunt of Annie PP Nemesis is our best lady, Catherine. All right. All right. Best costumes. I put forth Bridget Jones's diary. They're good. Iconic. Iconic. J- Joe writes. Uh, those I costumes, like those too. Yeah, mm-hmm. those costumes are on point, and I yeah. Um, I don't have another one. Oh, actually, I'm sorry, I do have another one. Uh, uh, Christmas comes to Pemberley. Christmas at Pemberley you mean Manor? you mean Christmas at Pemberley Manor, the terrible Harm- Hallmark film we watched? Yeah, I, it Julie, deserved to be said. Do me a I favor. Do me a favor and play off Brandy Ackety Sacks right now. back uh this is just an announcement to let you know that sickburn jane is officially hiring a third co-host um <laughs> let just let us know if you if you'd like to apply we have one requirement you can't have shitty fucking taste oh i made it this long <laughs> i know i don't know <laughs> that was the straw that broke the camel's back oh, um, <laughs> no let's just leave it let's leave it with a well mini uh, uh, no wait I might have to put forth Bride and Prejudice for two reasons. Mr. Number Cohen. one, the, uh, uh, what do you call that print? Burberry uh, <gasps> bikini. Yes, the Burberry oh, bikini and God, Mr. Yeah. Coley's fucking smash mouth necklace. And the snake dance outfit. Yes. Okay. You know what? The yes. Yes. 
The yes. Snake. And at that point, snake. we may as well add the miniseries because the miniseries costumes are also lovely. Is there a choreography mm-hmm. uh, bracket? Snake bracket? dance? No, no, no. Just in general. Or is there a choreography bracket? Bride of Prejudice would win every time. I mean, you've got the ball sequences and stuff and they're all yeah. great, but Bride of Prejudice would kick everybody's okay. ass. As long as we're just, I mean, if we just need to add that in just to say they won. I'm, they I'm won. Okay. Yeah, they, they won. won. They great. won. Okay, any BBC PP com- costumes, which are fine, but they never, they don't inspire like yes excitement. They're not me. incredibly creative, but they're no. very well done. They're well done, but they're not like they don't. Okay, say knock them out. All right. Okay, knock them out. Just the three. Mm-hmm. All right, BJD. BJD. Tiny skirt. Nine. That's too low. That is too low. Joe Wright. Eight, also too low. Yeah. Bride and Prejudice, 13. Seems about Ooh, right. That does seem. I want to give Bridget Jones' diary a plus 15 bonus for the moment when she comes downstairs to the turkey buffet in her mom's carpet dress. <laughs> all right. How, how many, how, what's the bonus? That would, I, I say plus 15 for all okay. the years that she lived in their house or whatever. Plus yeah. 15. And I'm uh, going to add an additional plus two, one for each of Darcy's Christmas jumpers. Perfect. That puts that at 26. Great. Joe Wright is at eight, but I really did think that the costumes in that movie were great because they contributed to the more realistic. Let's do a plus 12 for all of the inches of Judy Dench's wig. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And a plus what's, what's the number we're going to add for the sweeping nature of Maggie McFadden's duster. Swept me away. That's it. I mean, that's a that's three feet of extra fabric. So we got to add Plus three. 36 inches, 36 inches. Okay. Yeah. That puts that one's winning now. Yeah. That seems right. And Bride and Prejudice, the costumes are great, but it's really those two that we mentioned earlier that really stand out to me because of how specific they are to the characters. Mm. Yeah, that's to me, that might be a case for them to win. But I don't think it's I don't think overall the costumes are better than Joe. Wright. Also, I'm sorry. There are too many cargo shorts in that movie for me to allow <laughs> an out and out okay. victory. OK, you're right. So it's between BJD and J. I think it's Joe Wright. I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for cargo pants to come back in style. I haven't worn shorts. Yeah, since they I mean, I'm, style. the costumes for Bridget Jones are incredible. But yeah, Joe Wright. I think it's Joe Wright. Like the sweaty armpits and the like every, every everything yeah. like the fact that you could smell what it was like when you're just yeah. looking at it like that. Oh, yeah. That I think that's important. That was the full picture. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna cut the next one because we're running a long time. So we're gonna we're gonna swing past most hand flexiness because the winner is obviously the hand 2005 hand because yeah. they have the hand flex. Yeah. Um so we've got three more. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm also going to skip the next one and say we're going to save it for when we do Darcy Bowl. Okay. Which is the next one is the best Lizzie. Yes. I think you got, you can't have one without the other. I don't think. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're saving the best Lizzie and Darcy for the end of the whole venture. Yes. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, Then we got two more. Best adaptation to date. Who is your number one boy, as Brian Cox in Succession says? Of all the ones we've seen. Shit. Julie, if we're speaking of adaptation just alone, I 
might put forth Bride and Prejudice because of the addition, the kind of like seamless addition of the colonial mm. critique. Yeah. Which I thought was so cool. And I did not expect that that would be part of Pride and Prejudice. And it just went in so well because the original source material already has like little things to hang those things on or or hooks to hang those ideas on. But it's always so so glossed over because it's like, it's when it's told from the European perspective, we tend, we tend to just fucking like go at it, like just forget about it. But they did Mm -hmm. such a great job of, of hitting that nail Mm -hmm. on the head. So that to me was the most interesting choice that worked so well. And I think made that adaptation stand out. What about you, Janine? Who's your number one boy? So, uh, Joe writes, uh, it speaks to me as like the filmmaker part where it's just, it's just so fucking pretty. It's just such a great package. Everything about it is so good. And the story is, you know, they, t- they've, they took out things. We didn't get the the joy of um, hating Mr. Wickham as much and all that jazz. So I would, but I would actually, Julie's uh, point makes me want to say Bride and Prejudice, but I'll, I'll throw in Joe Wright's just because it's, it's, it's beautiful. And I think it, it does as an adaptation for a feature length film. I think it's done really well, but it's like pretty straight, uh, true to what the story is, but I think it's my second place. I think, um, I think that I'm going to go with Bridget Jones and here's why the mini series is a great adaptation, but it's also, um, from a screenwriting perspective, pretty straightforward yeah right like there's not they the reason that it feels like they didn't have to cut anything is they really didn't have to cut anything (laughs) they did yeah you know so (laughs) like six hours they did cut (laughs) things but not a lot of them um Mm -hmm. and they don't have there's not one scene with the exception of the pond there's not one scene where i'm like wow that changed the way that i see pride and prejudice Right. right whereas Charlotte Lucas and Joe Wright, mm-hmm. all of the stuff you already mentioned in Bride and Prejudice, and obviously the really thoughtful contemporary update um, in Bridget Jones, those elements just aren't present. Yeah. So when we eventually pick our number one PP overall, then the miniseries is obviously it's my PP, it will be in the hunt. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think for adaptation, I'm going to leave mm-hmm. that one out in the cold. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Bride and Prejudice, seven. Joe Wright, 16. BJD, four. All right. I'm going to go to the mat and say that out of these three, Joe Wright's is not the best script adaptation. I'll agree. Even though it just rolled the highest. I think it's, I think it's a relatively straightforward adaptation. And it's the, you're right about the filmmaking, but the actual script itself doesn't have as much interesting things yeah. to say is either Bridget Jones or Bride and Prejudice. Yeah, I, I agree with that. They hit some nice points like with Charlotte, but like, I agree. Right. Totally right. agree. Okay. I'm knocking Joe right out. Okay. Sorry. Bye. All right. Let's roll off again between Bride and Prejudice and BJD. Bride and Prejudice gets 12 this time. BJD gets 17. I'm okay with BJD winning. Yeah. I kind of wish it was a closer race, but you know what? I am okay I'm, with that too. I'm okay with it. It, it is right. a really good adaptation. It's a very yeah. good adaptation. Uh, we uh, have got, I was wrong. There are two more. Oh God, this finish line keeps moving. I know. <laughs> we got this. I shortened the finish line, but then I realized that I somehow missed the um, the really important um, 
catch-all category, mm-hmm. which originally it was it was the best worst Mary, <laughs> but we're just going to say the best worst everyone who isn't somebody we've already talked about. Your one and dones, your smaller roles. Oh, I already know mine. Go, Julie. Indira Varmer from Bride and Bride, just as Caroline Great. Bingley. Great. The the Caroline Bingley character. Mm-hmm. This yes, is the, this is the best. her name was. Yeah, best or worst, whatever. Best or worst. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. well then, hopefully no, I'll. No, sorry. No, it was best worst Mary. That was no. It's just the your one and done or various assorted supporting. I don't understand the the, the assignment. Support any porting, supporting character. Any great performance any. you really liked that we haven't already mentioned. This yeah. is your opportunity but for what's his face from Death Comes to Pemberley. But not yeah. the worst. Yes, not the worst. Not just the best. Uh, 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 yes, then um, uh, the barrister from uh, Death Comes to Pemberley. Okay. Because he was very good and he doesn't really have a spot otherwise. Uh, and he was, he deserves a spot. Uh, and on that point too, like Georgiana in that, uh, in that adaptation also deserves the spot here. She was very good. Uh, so that is, hold on. The young guy that James Norton played. Yeah, James Norton. The barrister. And, uh, oh, Alveston. her name is, um, God, I know that actress's name. Fucking shit. It's Eleanor Tomlinson. Yes, thank you. Um, and I'm going to go with, now I need my thing open again. Um, Mary from the miniseries. Yeah. Um, it is really with about- our ladies <laughs> of family. <laughs> there really is something about Mary. Oh, oh no. God. Damn it. I've been sitting on that for a year. You're fine. fine. Uh, Lucy Breyers. Lucy Breyers. Okay. Roll it. Here we go. Indira Varma as Kieran, the Caroline Bingley of Bride of Prejudice. She of the Burberry Bikini. 16. Seems about right. That seems, that's honest. James Norton as Alveston, our heart of gold barrister with progressive ideas. In Death Comes to Pemberley, 15. Respectable. A respectable number. I agree with that. that Eleanor sense. Tomlinson, Georgiana in Death Comes to Pemberley. She did a very good job. Seven. Too low. Too Lucy Breyers is Mary in Annie BBC PB. 17. It looks like it's going to be a hunt between Indira Varma, James Norton, and Lucy Breyers. Well, Indira Varma and Lucy Breyers are both going to end up for sure in the bracket episode. Mm -hmm. So let's call it a tie between them Mm -hmm. because they're going to make it over anyway. Okay. With honorable mentions to our young lovers from Death Come to Pemberley, who are both wonderful. Yes. So we're going to let James have this one. We're going to let the barrister with a heart of gold win this one. I think it's a tie between him. I think he and Georgiana share that title. Great. Okay. That seems right. Because I think he's only as good as she is. Like, like he brings the energy and she brings the energy. They both work well together. So you're right. Yeah. All right. Last one. What is it? No, that was it. Oh, okay. Oh no. Sorry. Sickest burn. Sickest burn. When I got kicked off the show. No, that was just justice. 
Um, man, sickest burn. Sickest burn. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, mm. Wear whatever dress you have is the finest. Uh, this is David Bamber. Lady Catherine will not mind your dress. She likes to have the distinction of rank, rank preserved. preserved. That's pretty good. We're going to say rank preserved, Bamber. Uh, I also think that the Caroline Bingley in the A&E BBCPP gets off a really sick burn when she talks about how the soldiers are leaving Meryton and how it must be hard on their family. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a deep sick burn. Yeah. I'm going to give, I'm going to do that. That's mine. Uh, Janine, do you want to throw one in the mix? I can't think of any. I know there's so many great burns across this. Well, I've got here, I've got another one then. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is a, this is a Darcy from Bridget Jones. Um, Don't want to, uh, Talk to a spinster who curses like a sailor, drinks like a fish, and dresses like her mother. Yeah. That's a good one. That's good. Turkey curry. Yummy. <laughs> All right. So that's three. All right. Uh, do we want to? I can't uh, think of another one that really, like, I'm sure Lydia has one somewhere or Mrs. Bennett has one somewhere, but those, their burns almost seem like unconscious. Like they don't, when they burn, they don't know they're burning. We want to award people who are burning on purpose. Yeah. I mean, just because you, you know, burn a a dish doesn't mean you're a good cook, Uh, right? mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, we could also do Jeannie Simpson eating that cupcake. That's where I was going. I was like, okay. I, like, what's what's Jeannie had something though? She was really good. Oh, Jeannie, Jeannie. is going to be in the next episode for sure. You promise? Yeah, don't, I promise. Don't you. worry. Good. Jeannie Simpson cupcake. Okay, here we go. Rank preserved. Preserved. Eleven. It must be a terrible time for your family. Ten. I don't want to talk to a spinster who, what, smokes like a chimney, drinks like a fish, and dresses like a mother. 19. Ooh. Hard to beat. Yeah. Jeannie Simpson eating that cupcake. <laughs> 19. What? Great physical comedy. Okay, roll off between BJD and Jeannie Simpson. BJD gets a five on the roll off. Jeannie Simpson gets, well... It looks yep. like it's Jeannie Simpson in the looks cupcake. Like Simpson. Eating that cupcake. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, that's fucking truth. Well, mm-hmm. now I'm going to tell you why it's good to remember that she's so good in that. Because our next episode, which we were going to record after this, but now we're definitely not because it is already 140. <laughs> we're going to talk about it after we're off mic when we're going to do it. Our next episode is going to be brackets for TPP. Used to be the platinum pamplemousse no that's a podlander drunk cast reference no more now the golden butthole becomes the platinum pooper (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna take every butthole that we love in every adaptation of pride and prejudice we've watched so far we are going to seed them and we are going to do a bracket a major butthole bracket the butthole bracket the platinum pooper okay the platinum pooper okay i'm ready the platinum pooper (laughs) you're so funny
Yeah, and I'm ready for, I'm ready I for the planet. Yeah, Does dude. this make up for the joke that neither of you laughed at, even though it was hilarious? I mean, I don't even remember that. Allison, you're right. you're like it's like a scatter shot. <laughs> Something's not always going to hit, but like most of the time, you're hitting stuff. Right. <laughs> the platinum pooper. Hold on, Julie, take another sip of that beer. Platinum pooper. I was hoping for a spit take. Should have saved it. I should have timed the announcement for when you were drinking. Anyway, oh. so our next that episode. Uh, that was great. You, in fact, because we're not recording it next, please tell us, tell us who belongs on the platinum pooper bracket. Find us on Twitter. Find us on, at Podlandercast. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podlandercast. Find us on Instagram at uh, sickburnjane. And I guess we also have a sickburnjane Twitter. I guess I should probably be checking that crap. Also, there's sickburnjane on Twitter. Um, you can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podlinderdrunkcast where you can support the show, get access to episodes early, bonus episodes, Janine's Corner, the Slack channel, of course. And if you're in the Slack, then somebody, someone make a thread and make sure to tag us in it and go ahead and put all your pics in there. You don't have to do it on social media. Uh, we want to thank all of our patrons. You are amazing and incredible and incredibly good looking. Yes. And, uh, and you are all vaccinated unless you cannot be for health reasons for some reason. And you're, and you're, doing doing the good things because you're all wonderful people we want to thank all of you patrons but especially the following lovely folks <clears throat> just Bree, cat's paw 156 maddie perkins snazzy Nach, lisa brianne julia gulia kathleen martini lauren tennant kelsey kemp madison johnson emily day betsy english caitlin Braddock, ashley tegas and kristen freckle fury laura colm amelia Brazel, liz and tinkerbell stella welch tori halligan claire feeney rochelle lefever have robins <laughs> Jerry Hurdle, Emily Carlson, Amy Gusterson, Rachel Townsend, Steph Peterson, Kelly Mazzella, Chantal Salters, Mary the Falling Statue, Tara Lucino, Viv Pickles, a.k.a. Laura, Mary of the Grapefruit, Jenna Pukowski, Ann Gibson, Ruth McCormick, Garrett Marlowe, Tris McCurry, Julie DeToy, Jen Lint, Kelly Bond, Amanda Noon, Matt Geeky. Oh, why? Also, Jenna, we love you. Uh, we love you. Congrats. Jenna Pukowski, congrats. Uh, congrats. We love you. We look forward to you um, using the name Podlander drunk cast and Outlander podcast, followed by Polkowski hyphen Hudsberger. Um, <laughs> uh, we love you all. Um, those of you who recently gave birth and all the rest of you too, uh, have a lovely time living your lives, doing whatever, <laughs> keeping yeah. it real. We'll be back with the the platinum pooper bracket <laughs> next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.